Welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Brian to the Boom Corrigan, joined as always by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo Dobes. Hello. And Brendan the Producer Pika. Hey yo. It is playoffs week one, wildcard weekend, one of the most Love exciting it. weeks of Love the it. year. Mm-hmm. We survived through an entire fantasy football season. Congratulations to all of you who won. And man, my condolences to those who did not win. However, I think all of us here feel your pain and your joy when it comes to picks that missed, a.k.a. Christian McCaffrey, and picks who hit, like James Robinson. (laughs) That was my personal favorite from this past season. But now it's we're kind of in senior slide mode right now. You know, playoffs is where we can kind of have a little more fun a lot mm-hmm. less pressure and just more opportunity to talk about the Packers of uh, the team who will win this year. Um, and really, yeah, I would make a joke about that, but <laughs> I can't argue. <laughs> I, I, I really yeah. can't. It's hard I'm, to like, joke about that. Yep. Yeah. It was like four or five weeks ago. You were like Packers play up their Super Bowl contenders. And I was like, uh, what? I, to be Kidding? fair, I say that and every then, year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you say it every year as a joke, nope. but then like the last four weeks, yeah. I've been like, hang on. You know what? This team's looking scary. <laughs> they're stepping it up. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're frightening. They are. Uh, and they're, the good news like is the Baltimore Ravens. Ugh. There's not really scary. a dominant team right now. I mean, really, no. all of these teams in playoffs, we've seen a lot of their warts. Uh, in a lot of their their peaks, essentially. So I'm really mm-hmm. excited to talk about these games. Andrew, you and I feel, oh, you know, I feel like when it comes to fantasy so football, excited. we feel pretty similar. But when it comes to NFL mm-hmm. football, we feel pretty different. So, yes, I'm excited yes. to break, break this down. Um, I'm trying to think before we jump into this. I do want to poke fun at you one more time. Uh, over the course yep, of the season, me. I did predict more NFL games go. correctly than you uh, by a pretty wide margin. So, you know, I think uh, I think the stats favor me in that category for those of you at home that are, I guess, picking along and trying to figure out who to believe. I would say the scales are tipping it in my favor this yeah, season. Y- you won this. You won this season. I will say tied up hard one one <laughs> in our podcast in our podcast history out of two seasons. We're tied up. So I'm keeping track of that, too. Why would you Not have to poo on my on my excitement? Well, that's what that I was. do. That's what I'm here to do. You're I'm Dr. here to Poo-poo. just ruin all your fun. I'm here to there do that. you go. <laughs> that is my job. What would this podcast be without me just throwing shade? So You know what? That's a good point, and I wouldn't want it any other way. Uh, the first oh, game we are going boring. to, uh, I guess, predict, or at least pretend to predict. Discuss. Is the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and both of these teams were ones that had pretty major question marks going into the season. With the Colts, it was Phillip Rivers. And, you know, if this team could could make that jump with a competent quarterback. With the Bills, Josh Allen was a huge question mark. A couple seasons in, in the NFL, saw him be a pretty dangerous player in a good way, uh, but not really develop as a passer. Uh, While well, this season, he has just emerged as a premier not only NFL talent, but an NFL fantasy uh, elite option. So really, you know, looking at these two teams, that they match up in, in a pretty interesting way. So I'll start with the Colts. 
Uh, I, I really do think the the heart of this team is the run game. Fantastic mm. offensive line. Eight. They built this for Andrew Luck, and they got stuck with Philip Rivers at the helm. But Jonathan Taylor, you know, after a pretty rocky start to the season, sharing time, not looking all that great, they really have you know trusted him, given him the opportunity, and he's delivered in a major, major way. I I think they're going to struggle in the aspect against the Bills. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball and dictate the game they want to. I do think they're mm. going to need to play catch up. And that's just something I don't think Philip Rivers can do at this point, especially with T.Y. Hilton looking uh, very human, I think is a polite way of putting that. Yep. I mean, and other than Hilton, I mean, it's it's Pittman. I would still argue Pascal. he's unproven. Pascal, yeah, he's way very, yeah. very unproven. <laughs> Mediocre. Yeah. So, you know, I love the Colts. That was one of my bold predictions this past uh, off season is I really I thought the Colts were a playoff team and I'm yeah. thrilled that they made it there. I feel very smart about that. Um, but I think I Absolutely. think that right ends. I think it's the Bills. Josh Allen looks unstoppable. And even the even though the Colts have a great defense, Josh Allen looks I mean, he looks dare I say Mahomesian at this point. He's he's looking at that level. Um, you yeah. know, I'm a big defense guy. I'm the defense guy. Oh I God, love that's defense. So annoying. And I, it, yeah, I mean, again, what would this podcast be without us uh, arguing with each other? The Colts have the better defense, surprisingly. They're an amazing against the run. Um, I, again, I, I agree with you on Buffalo winning this game. If the Colts need to stay in it, and I think that they have the ability to with their running backs, with Hines and with Jonathan Taylor. I agree. If they both have big games, they can stay in it and make this a close matchup just because I think they can shut down the Buffalo Bills run game. Now, one thing to mention, some injuries here. Cole Beasley, he's not practicing. He's looking doubtful. He's looking very doubtful for this game, which is a huge hit for the Buffalo Bills receiving core. Uh, so it, there, there's some question marks there. It, it's going to be a closer game than I think a lot of people predict. I think that Jonathan Taylor, as long as he steps it up as he's done the last couple weeks, I think that they actually, the Colts actually have a chance of winning this game. Man, I I disagree in the sense where I do agree. I think the Bills win, but Mm. I don't think it's particularly close. I think the Bills jump out to a early lead and the Colts just can't play catch up. Yeah, that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to the Colts Taylor sticking with win. the Bills as long as they can. Right. I just don't think Taylor can shoulder an entire mm-hmm. team on his back. And Phillip Rivers, on a scale of 1 through 10, how much does Phillip Rivers scare me? He's like a 4. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's just, you know. Yeah, if I, I'm matching up against him. Yeah, yeah, yeah if you're matching up no against word. him. So I Especially think the Bills' defense is good enough to make Rivers struggle. And I, I don't think Taylor can do it on his own. So it sounds like we're both picking yeah. the Bills, although we we're both uh, are arguing about the extent to which the Bills will win. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah. You know, since we're in agreement, I guess we don't really need to go into all that no. much else there. Not really. Any Next, any game, any big games out of the uh, the Bills running backs you're predicting or is it just going to be all Stefan Diggs? Just I would say Stefan Diggs. Uh, this yeah. defense is good enough where I, I don't predict anybody really to blow up any one person to blow up. Uh, but I, I think 
you know, something that makes Josh Allen special is the way he spreads the wealth. Is it John Brown, Beasley, Knox, Diggs? He makes it happen. So, you know, I I would say Josh Allen, I expect to have a a decent game. But other than that, I I wouldn't, like on DraftKings, I wouldn't necessarily spend big on any of these Bills players. No, not to mention Gabriel Davis stepping up as well. That's a big right. that we haven't really talked about coming off of a 100-yard receiving game against Miami, which is another solid defense. So even without Cole Beasley, they're in good hands. So again, we both agree Buffalo Bills taking this one. Next up, we have the Rams taking on the Seahawks, uh, which I'm pretty excited about. This is a, a great a matchup. These two teams know each other very well. Um Starting with the Rams, you know, a big question mark is Jared Goff. You know, he just had that that thumb surgery. He was throwing a ball before the game last week. Um, I think there's a chance he can start. I think we are anticipating Goff to start in this important yeah. matchup. Um, yep. But but really, it, like. I think it's going to come down to how tricky can Sean McVay be. This is a pretty rough Seahawks defense. Um, and by rough, I mean they're a bad defense. <laughs> They're, yeah, uh, they're and the really Rams have a lot of weapons. Defending. Yeah, between Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers, even Malcolm Brown has, has, is a proven commodity. Cooper Cup, uh, I believe he was taken off the He's COVID back. list. He's playing. Yep. You have Robert Woods, Gerald Everett, Tyler Higby. Higby coming up. There's options. Um, you know, I don't trust Goff all that much. Um, but this is this is a dangerous team, and this is one of those where I, I think it truly can go either way. On the flip side, uh, the Seahawks do not look like a great team right now. You know, they look dominant no, early in the off. season, but mm-hmm. I mean, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf is a very dangerous combination that I would never bet against. But Russell Wilson looks a lot more human than he did earlier this season, and their running yep. game, you know, isn't anything special especially against this tough Rams defense. I can see the Seahawks struggling, and I do think this is going to be a very close game. I can see it being a one-score game, and I'm choosing the Seahawks only because I'm more afraid of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett than anybody on the Rams. That's that's a good point, but Jalen Ramsey, man. Jalen Ramsey on that team. He's shutting down one of them. He's going to shut down DK. So it's going to be one of those games where DK is not going to be as involved as anyone wants him to be. Um, and I don't think that, like you said, I don't think Seattle is good enough to get a, a solid run game. My only worry is, like you said, beat up Goff, beat up Cam Akers, right. and Cooper Cup, who hasn't played in a while. I guess, I mean, it's only been a week. But, <laughs> you know, th- that that affects players. So... It, it it's it comes down to can the Rams overcome these injuries and have a high performing offense because we no. know their defense can can shut teams down. I'm gonna say yes. I believe that the Rams can can outscore the Seattle Seahawks just because their defense is gonna keep them in it. Goff wasn't I, good Seattle's even looking, when he was healthy. <laughs> Seattle Seattle's looking not great. They barely beat the 49ers last week. I I am not as impressed uh, as I was earlier in the season with the Seahawks. Uh, and, I mean, I can say the same thing about the Rams, but they're both kind of trending downward in, in my head, but I, I think that the Rams can take this one. So I'm going Rams. This one's a bit of a hot take. 
But it's a bolder prediction. But I think the Rams can actually take this one. Um. Yeah. I mean, I see where close. you're coming from. Uh, based on regular season, you know, I, I can see where you're coming from. But Goff being so banged up, Acres being yep. banged up, I really don't think the Rams, the even against a tough, a really bad defense. I don't think the Rams have enough magic. Seahawks, this team has magic. Um, Russell Wilson in playoffs is a, is a different type of monster. Uh, so I, I guess it doesn't make X's and O's sense, but you know, I'm taking Russell Wilson. You know, at, at this point yeah. in the season, you just you trust the player. Um, I'm going Seahawks and feeling pretty secure with it. Um, so it sounds like we're split on this, Brendan. We, we are split. It is with it, Brendan. What's the tiebreaker? God. Um, yeah. Close. I, All these are close. I think I'm going to agree with Bryant on this one. I yes. think I'm going to go that's, with the Seahawks. That's so smart. That's a this good is, I think it's a safe pick um, yeah. because, yeah, Russell Wilson, you trust him in the playoffs. Um, and yeah. the Seahawks know how to win in the playoffs. So True let's see it. <laughs> it's going to be It's going to be a good one. Brendan, you are today. a scholar and a gentleman. Next up, we have the Buccaneers taking go. on the Washington professional football franchise. Ooh, uh, starting go. with the Buccaneers. This is a yep. great team. I mean, they, they really do have, it's essentially a pro bowl, pro bowl roster uh, as an NFL team. Really any, they're just such a good team in all aspects. Mm. The only thing that we've seen crush this team is just miscommunication and not being on the same page at times. And, and I truly think Saints. that comes from uh, Tom Brady being, uh, I'm trying to think of a polite way to say this, um, a difficult quarterback to work for. Uh, but I mean, on yeah. the flip side, I think he's the best quarterback to work for because he accomplishes the most. So when, mm-hmm. when all cylinders are firing, I mean, they, it's, they very well could be the best team in the NFL. Uh, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, uh, Evans when he's healthy, Ronald Jones has been dominant, Rob Gronkowski. This is, I mean, it's a Madden team in real life. So, and they have a solid, it's not like they have a bad defense. You know, they have a, they a have dominant an offense defense. and a stellar, stellar defense. They have an amazing defense and that's coming from right. the defense guy. Their defense is amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. Top five. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, I mean, this this is a stacked team and a great coaching staff. I love, love Bruce Arians and Brian Lefwich. I, I, I love the offensive coordinator. I love this team, and I love that mm-hmm. they trust Tom Brady. So, if there's anybody who knows how to handle playoffs, it's Tom Brady. Uh, maybe not yep. so much the rest of the Buccaneers, um, but, you know, I, I really like that. It's good to and have Brady there. Yes, absolutely. So, really, it's going to come down to, is this team mature enough and on the same page mm-hmm. enough to do damage on the flip side Absolutely. washington should they be there probably not uh, but they are they have well, some good pieces yeah. um i don't think this is their year i don't feel like i need to talk about them too much uh but you know it, it, chase young's their best player terry mclaurin is a close second Absolutely. um i just don't see it happening with alex smith um yeah, it's, I mean, it's a great story. You know, Washington yeah. with, with Ron Rivera, Alex Smith coming back. And they they have weapons. They have offensive weapons in Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin, like you mentioned. However, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is the best rushing defense in the league. 
they're going to shut down rookie running back Antonio Gibson. They're going to shut down J.D. McKissick. So Washington, and they're going to need to play, Washington's going to need to play catch-up, so it's going to come down to, can Alex Smith beat this elite defense? And unfortunately, I don't see it happening, just like right. you don't. I mean, there's there's a very slim chance. It's it's really down to what Buccaneers uh, offense are we going to see because we've seen their highs and we've seen their lows. And man, when they're off, they're really off. So I can see a world where where the Washington football team absolutely shuts down the Buccaneers offense. However, I don't see a world where the Washington football team offense can outperform the Bucks defense. So you got to go with the Bucks. Yeah, I'm going a uh, heavy start on the Bucks. I think that's the yeah. lock of the week. Absolutely. As much as I would love to see Washington, like it's just not their year. Nope. So nope. They are lucky to be there, and I think that is mm-hmm. a good thing for that franchise. But uh, yeah, I'm not not yep. expecting all that much from them. We both Absolutely. taking the Bucks. Next up, we have the Ravens yep. taking on the Titans. Uh, Andrew, oh these are like your two favorite teams. So, yeah, it's it's weird because uh, about two weeks ago, I was like, Titans. I think they're making the Super Bowl. But after two amazing performances from from the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know anymore. This is going to be a really tough decision. This might be the hardest decision I'm going to have to make. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a tough Ooh. one. Uh, you know, I'm yep. not a huge fan of the Ravens. I don't know why. I'm just not. Um, you just but Lamar Jackson. It's a lot of teams. I do, and they're strange vendettas. Yeah. Um. But yeah, with the Ravens, you know, I L- L- Lamar Jackson looks great. He looks like he found his mojo, uh, and with mm-hmm. the type of player he is, you know, when he's in the zone, he does a lot of damage. Uh, similar to Cam Newton, when Cam Newton's having fun, he is crushing it. However, when yep. things start to break apart, uh, he kind of loses that mojo. But Lamar Jackson's playing hot, and you know we've he's an MVP caliber caliber player when he is on. So I think that's what's going to lift this Ravens team. J.K. Dobbins looks legit. He's this looking is, incredible. This is still yeah. uh, a great Ravens defense. I wouldn't say they're dominant, uh, but they're still very dangerous. They're um, top ten. So. Yeah, yeah, they're top ten. Um, once again, yeah. I mean they're not dominant but they're a really really good defense they're up there yep. uh, and marquise brown you know i th- believe he's scored five touchdowns in the last six games so he's coming on at just the right time in the season mm-hmm. and with the titans you know they they have it all they have a lot of great pieces on offense um they have uh aj brown who's just looking like a elite Beast. elite wide receiver Beast. Derrick Henry, I mean, we don't even need to get into that. He's a team in yeah. and of himself. And Ryan Tannehill is a very serviceable quarterback. He can get it done. So uh, I think on offense, these teams are relatively even matched when it comes to firepower. However, on yeah. defense, it leans heavily Ravens. Uh, I think the Ravens can do enough to stop Derrick Henry. I think they can do enough to stop A.J. Brown and Tannehill. I think the Ravens take this one. There, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's what I was going to say. Offensively, very equal. Maybe it'll lean Titans slightly. I don't know. Uh, I, In my opinion, Titans have a just a slight better offense if I had to pick one. But like we said, very equal. But yeah, down to the defense. 
Ravens have a much better defense than the Titans. Titans very middle of the pack. Ravens, like we said, top 10 defense. You got to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Their form has been looking a lot better. Yeah, Ravens are going to take this one. I like it. Next up, we have the happy to be there Bears taking on the New Orleans Saints. Uh, (laughs) With the Bears, um, should they be in playoffs? Probably not. No. No. I honestly don't have a whole lot of positives to say about this team. Um, They have a, a good defense. I wouldn't say they're dominant. I wouldn't even say they're very good, uh, but they have no. a good defense. Um, David Montgomery has been a, a very good running back when given the opportunity. Allen Robinson is a fantastic receiver, uh, but Mitch Trubisky is their quarterback, and we saw them really fall That's apart last week against the Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, That's their Achilles heel. Yeah, and, and this is a team that's not used to the playoffs. I mean, they just really... They haven't been tested in a major way this season. And when they have played good teams, they, they kind of fall apart. So they did have a good stretch of games here. Um, however, this is a Saints team that's just stacked. You have Kamara, if he's back off of the COVID list. Yep. Um, you know, you have Drew Brees. Michael Thomas is most likely going to be activated for this game. Emmanuel Sanders has filled in admirably. Yep. Really, it, it's Drew Brees in this rock star offense. And the Saints defense is nothing. The I mean, it's, it's not a joke. I think the Saints really are good. as good, if not better, than the Bears. It it actually they are better. If you want to talk statistically, way better. The the Saints are top five in passing yards allowed per game, rushing yards allowed per game, total yards allowed per game. And by top five, I mean they've allowed the fewest um points per game as well. You look at this Bears team and you're like, all right, they have some playmakers. Like you said, defense is great. Montgomery is stepping it up and Allen Robinson is elite. However, you got to look at who they're playing up against. I mean, if it was like, oh, they're playing the, let's say the the Titans who have an okay defense or the Seahawks, you could maybe say they'll put up a fight, but against the Saints defense, no way. No way. We talk about the Bucks beating the Washington uh, football team as the lock of the week. I'm going Saints-Bears as a lock of the week. I'm fully confident in the Saints taking this one. Yeah, no, I feel pretty strong about that as well, so I don't disagree at all. In the final game, we are previewing, and I I think also the saddest, is the Cleveland Browns taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Cleveland Browns finally make it to the playoffs after, what, like a 20-year stretch of not making the playoffs? Yeah, it was like 2021. Ugh was the exact yeah. number um gross but congratulations to the browns the awful awful news is this team was hit major with covid um they're missing a lot of players they're going to be missing their head coach uh some important offensive uh pieces as well um this is a matchup i would have loved to see if covid was not a thing uh, but unfortunately mm-hmm. that's that's the world we're living in. And Andrew, I don't know if you have a more comprehensive list of who's on the COVID list. Um, but you know, I know Jarvis Landry was on it last week. I know he hasn't been yeah. activated yet. Um, yeah, he hasn't been activated yet. Um, just, a, just a few, um, there's still players like questionable on whether it was just close contact. So we don't know who's going to play and who's not yet, but we know that like third string receiver, Donovan Peoples Jones, He's going to be out, which 
is huge if Jarvis Landry doesn't get activated, uh, same as Rashad Higgins, um, or Rashard Higgins. Uh, they have an offensive tackle that's out. They have a corner, a guard, a center, a D tackle. I mean, they're missing so many people. And and it's in these positions where that that really matters when you're going up against the Steelers. Like you need all your top performers in to, to put up a fight. So yeah, the 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 list is still there there's still names being added to the list as we speak, which is very unfortunate. Right. And and honestly, if the Browns were 100% healthy, I would I think I'd take the chance on the Browns, but the Steelers team, you know, they they are healthy, as healthy as they have been. Um, and they ha- still have a great defense. They've looked very human these last couple of weeks, and they've been beaten up a couple of times. But at the end of the day, if they have their starting pieces, this is still a good roster, and I'm not going to dress it up. I mean, I, I think they win if the Browns are missing this- these many important pieces, yeah. including their head coach. So Steelers, yep. I think, He's been it. amazing. Kevin Stefanski has been amazing. Oh, he's I been agree. fantastic. Steelers, yep. Yeah, Steelers are going to crush it. Uh, even if the Browns were healthy, I would still pick the Steelers because not not for any logical reason. Actually, this might be the most logical reason ever. <laughs> There's nothing. There would be nothing more Cleveland Browns than beating the Steelers Week 17 to make the playoffs and yeah. then losing to them the next week in the first round. Yeah, it's no. just how it's going to work. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you 100%. Work, so. Mm-hmm. so that makes me sad. Um, but yeah, that's those are all the games that are going on this weekend. Uh, and Andrew, you came up with a wonderful question. Uh, yeah. What are three question, players that need to step up for their teams uh, to really mm-hmm. carry them in this first week of playoffs? And I'll start if that is okay with yeah. you. Go for it. Uh, and for me... You know, I think a player that really needs to step it up is Antonio Brown for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. Uh, There's a good chance Mike Evans does not play. He did hyperextend his knee this past weekend. And in his absence, Antonio Brown went off. He looks every bit the stud wide receiver he was a couple years ago. Um, And with man, Tom Brady really seems to like Antonio Brown. Um and really, we, we see how valuable these wide receiver spots are uh, when it's a more condensed target share. Uh, the problem this entire season was there's just too much love to go around between the three main options. And then you throw in Scotty Miller, and that just messes everything up. But really, it's Antonio Brown. It's Chris Godwin. They are similar type players. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how Brown is able to step up as I don't know if he's the 1A or the 1B in this offense, but he'll be heavily targeted. We've seen a lot of missed connections this season and a lot of great connections this season between Brady and uh, Brown. This will be a good test to see if it's a legit uh, occurrence. If, you know, Antonio Brown really is as good as he claims to be and displays to be, and if Tom really can yeah, get it taken care of. So I think Antonio Brown needs yeah. to step it up to really carry this Buccaneers team offensively. Oh my gosh. Antonio Brown in the playoffs. Who would have thunk? Who would have <laughs> thunk? Um, my first player, Philip Rivers for the Indianapolis Colts. We talked That's about his threat one. level. It's, it's about a four. It's not great, <laughs> but threat level midnight. No threat level midnight. Uh, it, Shout out to the Office, best TV show of all time. Um, it, we we know Jonathan Taylor's had 
an amazing end of the season. I mean, last week, 30 carries for 253 yards and two TDs. That's ridiculous. The Buffalo Bills are going into this game saying, we got to shut down Jonathan Taylor. That's our game plan. Shut down their superstar. And that's what they're going to try to do. The Colts are going to be losing, most likely. The Bills are going to take an early lead. They need, the Colts need the passing game to step it up. I don't care who you're throwing it to. T.Y. Hilton, Pascal, Pittman would be awesome. Uh, It could even be the tight ends. He needs to step up because it is going to be up to him to keep the Colts in this game, to keep them from getting blown out because they are going to try to shut down Jonathan Taylor, and I think the Bills are good enough to succeed. So it's all down to Phillip Rivers dealing with that toe injury. Man, he would be a a hero in Indianapolis if he can pull off this win. Uh, This is completely unrelated, Uh, and that's a great Mm -hmm. pick, by the way. I like that a lot. Thank you. Um, I've been having a lot of fun. There's so many quarterbacks right now in the NFL um, that are not starters and also just coming up in the draft. I've been having a lot of yeah, fun imagining. I'm so excited. You know, like if Carson Wentz went to the Colts or Jameis Winston. The it, perfect, uh, perfect quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts is Carson Wentz. I could talk for hours about that. And we yes. might. We might. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, no, I love that. And I think the way if the Colts do end up winning, it's because they're able to have long extended drives uh, and just just really beat it out of the bills. So Phil Rivers yep. would be a big part of that. Need to take um, my next mm-hmm. player, Andrew, you know me. I love yeah. chaos. There is nothing more funny to me uh, than when people are caught off guard or just super, super confused. So mm-hmm. the player I want to see step up is Mitchell Trubisky. There are so hey. many reasons. All right. We, we have seen him have uh, really explosive performances in the past. He's been a shockingly efficient playoff streaming QB. Um, He was a high draft pick. You know, a lot of people saw a lot of potential in this quarterback. He's not (laughs) coming. The the, the Bears did not pick up his fifth year option. He's set to be a free agent Um, And the Bears. You know, they're still trying to figure out what they have with Mitch Trubisky. If he goes out and lights up the Saints. That would oh be my. so funny for oh so my. many reasons. Because oh. one, that would mean that he performed against an elite defense uh, mm-hmm. in beating Drew Brees. Can you imagine what that would do to the free agent market if all of a sudden Mitch Trubisky is a playoff hero? Um, the Bears would have to figure out what they would want to do. So they, they would either bring him back, which I think would be a mistake, or somebody else would overpay. a lot of money for it. Right, yeah. right. So I would love to see that. Trubitsky, he's playing for he's playing for his job. Um, I think that'd be hilarious. I mean, that would be one of the I most super funny, stupid super. wins <laughs> that we could yeah. have ever hoped for. So yep. Mitch Trubitsky, playoff hero. That is the kind of just chaos I am rooting for in oh playoffs gosh. week one. Oh my gosh, I would love that so, so much. So much. Um, <laughs> all right. Next player that needs to step it up. My second player, Chris Carson, running back for the Seattle Seahawks. I talked to, uh, the reason I picked the Los Angeles Rams is because their defense is so dominant. They are the 
best defense. They give up the fewest passing yards per game and the third least rushing yards per game. They only give up 91 rushing yards per game. Chris Carson needs to get above that in order for the Seattle Seahawks to succeed. They know DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are top 10 wide receivers in the league, and they are. Their whole game plan, again, shutting down those guys, shutting down the top performers. The Seahawks need to find a good balance on offense to, to exploit the Rams' defense. The Rams' defense is so good, they, the only way to beat them is to have a solid balance. And that, that's really it. Quick and easy. Chris Carson needs to have a very good game. And that's why I picked the Rams to win, because I don't see that happening. But he's, he needs to step it up. He needs to prove me wrong. Yeah, okay. I see where you're coming from. Uh, and I think the final step-up player that, that I'm looking at here is Stephon Diggs. He has been great all season, and we really have seen him be a dominant wide receiver one. When he's finally been given that opportunity, he has shined. Well, now it's playoffs. Now he's going up against a, I would say, not an elite defense, but about as close as you can get. It's time to really display. You know, you're not just able to beat up bad defenses. Uh, You're not able to be great when it doesn't matter as much. It's playoffs. Can he be the savior this Bills team was hoping for? I think the answer is yes, Uh, but this is going Mm -hmm. to be a really good litmus test of if Stephon Diggs is the real deal. You know, it's one thing to be good during the regular season, and it's another thing to be good during playoffs. And I think that is something that Stefan Diggs has to prove right now. And as a Vikings player, you know, we saw him. You know, we saw him have that the Minneapolis miracle against the Saints in oh. playoffs. So we've seen him step Best up. Best in my life. He wasn't the one. He wasn't the put the team on my back kind of guy back then. He is now. He is the wide receiver one without a doubt for this team. And they paid him like it. So I think Stefan Diggs is someone who needs to step it up and prove he is a threat in any game. There you go. All right. I'm going to go with another wide receiver. He, he, he needs to prove that he's the wide receiver one, similar to Diggs. He's not on that level, but that is Marquise Brown for the Baltimore Ravens. This, this Ravens team was mediocre through the entire first half of the season. They were okay. The the Cleveland Browns were higher. Actually, they they finished higher in the division over the Baltimore Ravens, uh, and that's because they couldn't have a passing game. Recently, the Ravens have stepped it up. They've played a lot better, and that's just because they've thrown the ball to Marquise Brown more. Marquise Brown is being heavily involved, like you said, what, five touchdowns in the last six games? Right? Or is it six TDs in the last five games? I believe I five touchdowns one. in the last six games. Last six games. Thank you. Um, and he needs to, I, I say that's stepping up compared to what he did earlier in the season. So he needs to keep this momentum going. Like I said, the Ravens and the Titans have very similar offenses. It's going to be somewhat high scoring. And in order for, for the Ravens to to keep up with the Titans, they need their offense to click. Yes, their defense can can do a solid job of shutting down the Tennessee Titans. But man, Titans got the rushing leader on their team. They got Derrick Henry. There's a world where the Titans can can overrun the Ravens defense, meaning the Ravens offense needs to step it up. 
They need their offense to click. Dobbins is looking great, and Marquise Brown is looking great. So Marquise Brown is my final player that needs to step it up for the Ravens to get the W. Yeah, Andrew, that's a great pick. And uh, I think he really is somebody we are going to really see uh, what he's made of. Young player, very up and down season. Coming on hot at the right time. Can he keep it going? So, man, in summation, uh, the only game we disagreed on was the Rams Seahawks, right? Yeah. Yep. I was tempted. I was tempted to go Seahawks, but man. All right. Going with the Rams. Going with the defense. I like it. Our our in-home defensive genius. That is you, Andrew. Heck yeah. Um, Well, that wraps up our playoff week one wild card preview. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. If we could ask a small favor. If you could please leave a review or a rating on whatever platform it is you are listening to us on. It means a lot to us. It helps spread the word. It helps create more of a barely athletic community. And at the end of the day, that is what we all want. So once again, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe. Stay indoors. (laughs) For both, Mm -hmm. uh, I guess, political and uh, epidemiologic. Epidemicable. Epidemiology reasons. Just be safe. Barely athletic. Watch football. Barely intelligent. Be safe. Watch football. Mm -hmm. Have fun. That is what it is about. Go pack go and have a great rest of your day.